What's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, joined by Detective Walton. Clint, how are you? I'm good. In today's episode, I wanted to talk about how there's this person that's stalking you every single day, and you might not even be aware of it. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. Clint gave me this look like, oh my God, who's following me? <laughs> it's Google. I know it. Uh, well, right? Like all the, <laughs> <laughs> all the tracking and shit that undoubtedly takes place on our cell phones and TVs and laptops and all that other stuff that we're not going to get into in today's episode. Because today I want to talk about a book called Die Empty, and it's by a man named Todd Henry. And in Die Empty, Todd talks about us just pausing for a second and imagining that from the moment that we wake up until we go to sleep, we have a reporter who's following us around. And this reporter takes notes on every single thing that we do. So imagine like when you go to the bathroom, the things that you're eating, the people you're talking to, how your demeanor is, the things you don't do, the things that you choose to do. And this reporter is taking very strategic notes so much to the extent that they decide to write a report about it describing everything that we did. And he's going to publish that report and it's going to be something that everybody that knows you or has come into contact with you is going to consume and they're going to read. And it's going to even go into such depth of our feelings, our emotions, our our truest self, our prayer rituals, how we talk to God, the things that we do or don't say. Everything that you could imagine this reporter is going to go into immense detail about. And in this book, Todd goes on to say that it's actually not something that is is a fallacy because that reporter actually exists every single day and that reporter is actually you. And going deeper into a philosophical realm, we could talk about how we have two versions of ourselves. There is our baseline, the person that we are when we're not striving, just the, the typical comfortable version of ourselves. And then there's the demon. So our demon is our, our greatest self, our highest soul. So you can imagine the highest self or the, the highest soul as that reporter, the one who's constantly like whispering in your ear, all of the things that you should be doing, the, the regrets, like all of the the ambition. And the, it's that reporter that's constantly following you around that if we're not aware of, then we don't know that that reporter actually exists in our lives. See, all I can think about with that is I'm going to have my autobiography come out very soon in this aspect, and you're going to get to know everything about me. <laughs> but it's it's something that's so true, and I've never thought about that inner self always. Not, I guess it would be judging you as as you're you go along in your day to day activities. It's having your own internal judgments coming out where good, bad, or ugly, it's, it could be great. And especially in the analytical side of things is really analyzing that voice or that internal dialogue to say, this is where I'm succeeding. This is where I'm failing. And this is the information and this is where I can do better. And you know, what, what all of the things are in order for us to improve. And I think that by having that aspect and, and, 
I think that for some people, they could even connect that more with their higher power and almost ruminate in it being that that voice that we all get that whispers to us from time to time that we may or may not believe is ourselves. We may believe that it is of a higher power, but I believe that it is the connection within the universe of us being directed and guided in ways that it's like this gentle nudge that we often get. You know, we have that gut feeling sometimes or we might hear the inner dialogue tell us to do or to not do something. And so often we dismiss that. And if we understood it as our higher selves, the highest being, and that could be that of the God that you believe in, or that could be, you know, just you being the highest version of yourself without any kind of religious or spiritual entity involved at all, then it allows us to reassess the things that we do on our day-to-day lives. And it also allows us, I believe, to build a deeper connection with the people that we come into contact with. Absolutely. And I think it's something that just in general as human beings, we ignore those signs so often and everyone's guilty of it. And and sometimes it's okay to do that, but for the most part, we ignore it on a regular basis. We don't listen to that gut feeling and we just dismiss it or you've dismissed it so much you don't listen, you don't even hear it anymore. Yeah, and it makes me wonder how differently we would all live our lives and how different we would operate from the moment that we woke up if we told ourselves that the reporter has the recorder on. And, you know, to put this in a practical sense, it takes an element of being able to remember that. So whether that's putting a note on your mirror in the bathroom every single day, like I'm recording you, mm. you know, it's creepy. But I mean, when we take the perspective in in that much of importance, then that's how we see the changes take place. And something that I'm going to start to do, I'm probably going to build a journal for this, um, just a five minute journal that I'll probably be able to publish in our group for anybody that wants to download it for free. But I think that having the very first sentence that's similar to that, to where you open up the journal and that's the very first thing that you see, then your tr- your track, your your trace of mind is going to already be cued into that the moment that you wake up or the moment that you start to engage with yourself and with the world. Yeah, it's it's such a good tool. It's something I've actually started to do more recently. And it's not just the internal voice, but it's things that you know, you have that voice in your head saying, oh, I need to do this, or I need to talk about this, or, and it's jotting down quick notes on it. So it's not one of those just passing memories that you forget about. It's something that you can actually open up, look at, and present later on if you feel necessary to. I think that I've noticed a difference in you doing those small, those small, like nuanced things. From the simple act, I literally built Clint a journal. <laughs> it has his face on it. Yeah. It also has buttercups on it. But I made you a journal, you know, a published journal that was very specific and special just for you. And it was because you asked me for one. And it's one of those things where a lot of the times you'll ask for something like that. But then I also know the habitual behavior of you. And it's not very typical for you to gravitate towards something like that. But I can honestly say within the last three weeks or so that those small things that I would usually have to kind of nag you about over and over again, <laughs> you're you're cueing in on a little bit more. And the 
you know, and this isn't a jab at you, but it's really the most appropriate word. The carelessness has kind of shifted a little bit. Yeah. And, 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 and my thought with it, it is not, it hasn't been a carelessness. It's just been, well, I guess it is. I mean, it definitely is a carelessness because I think about it instead of jotting down that note. So I don't just kind of forget that whatever it is that comes up, I remember because I refer back to it and I go, oh, yeah, I need to do this or, oh, yeah, I need to talk to Ashley about this or it, it could be you name it. It's just anything. And it's these notes are for me. They're not for anybody else. It's not like I mean, Ashley could look at the book anytime and see what my notes say, but she wouldn't probably even understand what I'm even talking about in it because it's it's just like shorthand for myself to where it will give me that cue, that little nudge to kind of push me forward to make sure I do that. Yeah. And something I know that you've been working on within the last year or so, because I've brought it up, it's been an issue, is those very types of things. And when we incorporate a practice as simple as journaling into our daily practice, then that starts to the reprogramming process neurologically. And another thing that's coming up for me is yesterday you told me, oh, by the way, they changed Buttercup's appointment from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. That type of thing for the last year or so, you would not have told me until the last minute, or you would have sworn up and down that you already told me mm-hmm. when you never did. Mm-hmm. And I think that because of you cueing into the importance of the small things a little bit more by using that tool to like remind yourself to do it, then it's naturally becoming easier to to vocalize those important things. And not just with me, I'm sure it's with work too. Yeah, it's everything in in life. It's making it easier for me to refer back to and go back and forth. And even if I like that specific note, I didn't write it down, but I made that internal note for myself. Like you said, I trained myself to start doing that. And when it comes to me, there's no reason to wait to bring it up. I just say it, like bring it out at that moment. And going a step further, (laughs) if it's me, like, and this is just the way that I operate is something, something like that. It's like, okay, I just got this information. I know this information needs to be shared. I'm going to share it right now. So like shooting off a text, like (laughs) they change Buttercup's appointment, just, just so that we don't forget those little things, you know, because it's easy to build up and start sticking all that junk inside of a bag that we forget to, you know, the backpack that we forget to empty out until we need to use it again. But I think that by doing it in the moment like that, it'll actually open up some space to where there's not this little ping that comes up that says, oh, I was supposed to remember something, mm-hmm. you know. So I hope you've gotten some value out of today's episode. I, I think I definitely have by reteaching what I've learned in terms of this concept. I'll drop a link to the book below, The Die Empty by Todd Henry, and I definitely encourage you to check it out. And more importantly, I encourage you to see what your day might look like if you just pretend that that reporter is following you around all day long. So have a great day. If you have gotten value out of today's episode, do us a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below. And as always, know that I am sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.